Welcome to that Eddie show and uh, what a time to be alive. Dory is in the studio with me. What so, a treat. So exciting. What a treat. First in-person gathering of the year. Oh, I feel like we should have had um, like fireworks or at least a, at least like a scone or something. A scone would have been good. <laughs> just a scone. I had, I got fake Oreos in the studio if you want. Okay, no. I like um, to call them I know exactly Oreos. what you're talking about. Yeah. They're delicious. They're all yeah, right. You know what? They're, have you seen the size of Oreos lately? Yeah, they've shrunk. Right, they're teeny. Yeah. These are bigger. Really? Right. So they're not, they're Oreo adjacent in their taste. Mm-hmm. And then um, they are bigger. So you're kind of going, mm, they're not totally Oreo. But how do and I even? And cheaper. And cheaper. Yeah. And how do I even know what an Oreo tastes like? anymore i don't know you see you must know that we are now a big time audio music radio top show when we're talking about your favorite biscuits right because long have you ever seen the gags long long running gag on uk radio that if you're like a middling second rate radio presenter you literally do a feature asking people to call in with what is your favorite biscuit. Oh, yeah. I've heard those. Yes. Oh, but, but the British do love talking about their biscuits. They love a biscuit. I'll tell you. First time I ever went to the UK, right? Literally get to my friend's place from the airport. My friend is at work, but her boyfriend's there. And before we could even put our luggage down practically, he said, we've got to walk to the shop and get some biscuits. God, what kind of biscuits did you get? Oh my God, we got the best. They do have amazing biscuits. So maybe we want some. We got these like fig things. I don't know what they were. <gasps> they like were a so dead. We still talk about those biscuits to this day. It's like twenty years later. We still talk about those biscuits. Must have been pretty goddamn good. They biscuits. They were such good biscuits. <laughs> so anyway, enough it, of the it biscuits. Try to be the show, not wanting to talk about biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll be able to tell. Like, will people yeah. go love the biscuit chat? Yeah. And come that and biscuit maybe show. They'll, comment on our Facebook page with these are my favorite biscuits. <laughs> and then we're a big time radio show and uh, good yeah. plug there, Dory, that yeah. 80 show SA on Facebook. Give it a like. Like we're saying, it is so difficult this time of year to crack the algorithms. Ads everywhere. Hmm. Ads everywhere on Facebook. It is so difficult to get the algorithms out there. Paolo, I only have one question for you this week. Tell uh, me about 100% retro. Okay, let's go there. Let's kick let's it just right do it. Let's in. just like Let's go. Why are we, what are we waiting for? Let's go right in. Okay, right. so shout out to the promoters, right? Um, we're so happy. I'm so happy that this has happened because for a long time, Dara and I have seen uh, like these retro concerts mm. go around Europe, right? Uh, and you always see it like our favorite. Like, you know, it'll be Carol Decker. It'll be Tapao. Mm. It'll be Katrina and A-Wave. You mm. know, so it's kind of like the band you remembered but not, you know, yes. how you remember. What's the the crazy one, the crazy lady so, uh, that, that got married to the rich guy and during lockdown they were doing... Oh, uh, Toya. Toya, right? Toya. Uh, you get like a... Pet Shop Boys are too big for that. Rick Astley, he's now too big for that because there was a stage when he was on them, mm. but now he's not on them. And I is, saw Rick Astley here at Rewind Festival here in, in South festivals. Africa. Re, that's in Centurion. Who, who else was on that, that bill? Oh, my God. That was an amazing day. There was ABC, yep. Nick Kershaw, yep. Human League, although mm, mm. Where they had a bit of technical issues. It was a bit dodge. Mm-hmm. Um, They're only human after all. <laughs> Not. Okay, let's just move on. Right. So, so for so there was that. Okay, Rewind Festival, and then we haven't had them in South Africa for a while. Yeah. And you and? watch them go around the world. You go, oh god damn it! 
so perfect for us because we love this sort of stuff. Then AHA comes here, and obviously they went back. They went back to the, the big mansion that I like to imagine all the 80s bands live in. Mm-hmm. And they were like, guys, and I'm not going to do a Norwegian accent here. And they go, guys, you've got to go to South Africa. There's a thing happening there. Yeah. Right? So we have now got OMD coming yes. in April, I think. Thomas Anders coming in June. Uh, but before we get to the 80s, Retro Festival, 100% retro. It's a streaming radio station. That's what they do. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. It's yes. a streaming radio station. They, they, there's a show out of South Africa. They do. Um, and they bring together this concert. So it happened. This I think it happened in Cape Town a week ago, but it happened in Gauteng, Pretoria last weekend. So here's the lineup. Okay. Right. Uh, Technotronic. Right. Snap. Dr. Alban. Hathaway. Right. 24-7. I'm forgetting another one. Who else am I forgetting? It'll come to me. Okay, I don't remember. Because I wasn't there, but I mean, I did look at the lineup. It'll come to me. Now, I mean, that is more 90s. Yes. Their whole slogan is feel young again. Okay. Um, Which I've got to tell you, I did. (laughs) (laughs) But like really, really young again. Because here's here's the thing, is that it's it's so cheesy. I mean, it really is cheesy, but it's kind of like... Nobody cares. Like everyone there 100% knows this is why we're here. No one's here to be cool, evidently. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's even in the name that like everyone was there to be retro and to celebrate being retro. It was very retro. So you kind of just dive in and, and you, you live it. You do it. Exactly. So I was on a Rosella who did Everybody's that was Free. It, of Rosella, course, yes. Of course, yes. Okay. So I was on the younger side of the spectrum because this sort of music was like early 90s, 93 to 95, where yeah. you had this Euro disco, Euro dance kind yeah. of like boom. Mm. Okay. Which was very like manufactured. It was always a female vocalist, a guy rapped, very choreographed. more picked on looks than necessarily talent, Mm. but just like chart and chart and chart and chart and chart, monster hits and all those CD compilations. Right. Right. So I was on the younger side of the crowd there. Yeah. Okay. The majority of people I'd say were in their mid fifties. Okay. So they would have been jawling. I mean, they would have been in their mid twenties jawling. Yes. Right. But I mean, I imagine that even though you were younger at the time that a lot of those hits came out, you still really, really enjoy that. I'll tell you why I think this. Because my cousin is exactly the same age as you. And as the older cousin, I once, in inverted commas, DJed at Ugh. one of her birthday parties. Yeah. And they all just wanted to yeah, pump up the jam over and over and over and over. And they were, they were young. They were young kids. They were, what, like 10, 11 years old or whatever. Can like, I tell you something yeah. about exactly what you're saying there? Yeah. So my 13th birthday now is... 13 that's when you have your discos right of course so my dad used to own like he, he one of the businesses he had he had a, he had a nightclub right mm-hmm. so for my 13th birthday he bought the dj and all the sound and all the lighting i don't know why we just didn't have the party at the nightclub they would have made me the coolest person yeah but what, did you have it at your house at our house <laughs> and i, I kind of go why maybe did you? because you couldn't put 13 year olds in a nightclub probably probably yeah. money laundering only goes so far no, <laughs> um so and all that music was on there. Yeah. Now, you say, play Pump Up the Jam, Pump Up the Jam over and over again. Yeah. Guess what What they did, Technotronic did? They started with Pump Up the Jam. So I'm at the bar. Again. <laughs> I, was live to, I was live WhatsApping you on this. 
You were. I'm at the bar and I'm like, it's getting tight, it's getting tight, it's getting tight. Because, you know, the things are going to start on time. Yeah. And I'm like, go back to one of the shows. Very upset to take on to me. one of the shows. Go back go to back one of the to shows. Go back to ten of the shows. Uh, Aha started with take on me. You <laughs> start with your biggest song. So I'm like, I've now learned. Yes. Like, okay, Technotronic are definitely going to start with Pump Up The Jam. So they do. Then they played another song. Then middle, Pump Up The Jam. Then another song. And then, because each person was on, each act was on stage for half an hour. I think they did Pump Up The Jam for 15 minutes. <laughs> the jam was pumped up. <laughs> there were I, no so funny. I thought pumps. that that's what, I, I thought that that's what, ha- what would happen. I thought they would at least start and possibly end with it. Like start with the normal version, end with the extended mix. It was extended. Yes. And even in the other songs, because, I mean, Pump Up the Jam, like, did three or four songs that got radio play. Yeah. But even in those other songs, you'd get that dun-dun-dun-dun, <laughs> like, they just mix it in just to tease you. So Pump Up the Jam, I mean, like all of these bands, it's very seldom the original member. Yeah. Like, Technotronic. So if you remember Technotronic, the rapper... I was like called a kid, Y kid, or oh, something. I don't remember. It's now somebody this, called now a lady called Daisy D. She's okay. now pump up. The, she's now Technotronic. Um, but so was she sing? Was she actually singing? Was she rapping? And if, listen, okay. How much of it is to backing tracks? Mm. Like, I don't, I don't know. And you know what? I don't give a shit. Actually, no, it doesn't matter. It's electronic music. Because it was a vibe, right? Yeah, it was the vibe. Oh, the vibe. Well, how was the vibe? It was like it was like being at a nightclub. Honestly, <sighs> how many months? On a, oh, Dory. <laughs> I don't, like, I think there were more wannabe mullets, uh-huh. but, n- like, when we went to go see Hathaway at Presley's, yeah, a lot of mullets, mm. a lot of mullets in, not so many see, mullets. this was a bit more north of Presley's. No, listen, Pretoria, oh. I, no, it was, it was very where it is. Oh, right. Um, but I think people just a little bit older, right? Now, it's kind of like, so that's Technotronic. Uh, who else was in there? Snap. Now, Snap, not the original guy who rapped in Snap. Right. Okay. The yes. original lady. I met him. Yeah. The guy from Snap. Yeah. Yes. I have a photo with him. Okay. Well, that's great. Oh, you met him? They came to the radio station, didn't they? It was him and Vanilla Ice. Yes. And MC and Hammer. And MC Hammer, yes. I have a photo with the three of them. Yes. Well and done. I didn't remember the guy's name from Snap at all. But oh, if, do, do you want to know his very, name? Very cool in the photo. Turbo B. That was him. Yeah. So he's the original rapper from Snap. Right. But he's no longer involved. Okay. okay. So the vocalist has always been Penny Ford. Yes. Okay. She shame. She was saying she was on a drip the morning before, but she okay. had to perform. Sixty years old. She, she did a high. A, she did a high kick. She looks. Ama- I mean, I saw photos. No. She looks amazing. No, for she her looks age. phenomenal. She did a high kick. At sixty, a high kick, in the air. And is her voice still good? Assuming she was singing. I think she was singing. Okay. I think she was singing. Yeah. Okay. You could tell she was singing, right? So hang on. Remind me of their hits. Obviously, the power. And um, Rhythm is a Dancer. That's it. Yeah. That's Rhythm's it. Tony Danza. <laughs> right. Right. So Two Hit Wonder, yes. Two Hit Wonder. doesn't matter. Guess how many times they played each of those. Three times each. Three times each. <laughs> right. Guess how many people were upset by that. Zero. Zero people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gave a shit. Like, I am here to hear Rhythm is a Dancer. I'm here to hear Pump Up the Jam. I want to hear it 50 times. I don't care, right? <laughs> this was so not my kind of event. I'm so glad I wasn't there. <laughs> you ask about the mullets, though. Yeah. You know, there's this trend of guys that, like dad, dad, dad guys. Right. Where you have, you've kind of like found a way you dress 
And mm. you just go with it for the rest of your life. Right. You decide in your early 20s what you like wearing. Yeah. And you just keep wearing that till you're 70. Right. Right? So, like, I mean, do you wear a rip curl T-shirt if you're not at the beach? Right? So there's, there were a lot of guys who go, I decided how I dress in my 20s mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm 50, I'm not changing. And it's not like cool. It's not yeah. inappropriate. It's not, you know, like yeah. like a woman that age and not to be sexy, but, you know, yeah. a woman, is, well, don't dress like you in your 20s. Guys do it. And it's like. Men can get away with it. Yes. Guys, like no one's worn a Stussy t-shirt since <laughs> 1991. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Well, my funniest was the, the message you sent on WhatsApp. You said your daughter said they need a shirt that said I picked in high school. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said, so funny. She said that should have been the slogan of the whole concert. I peaked in high school. <laughs> and like as a person who peaked in high school himself, I'm quite fine. I peaked in like, standard six. Okay. Yeah, it was a pity. So that was uh, Snap. Yes. Um, Dr. Alban. Yes. Phenomenal. I met him. I, 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 I saw the photo. I, At first I wasn't sure if that was him. And then I kind of just tried to put almost the, the filter of what I knew he had looked like in the 90s over. Yeah. But he looks more or less the same. But, but everyone, you said he was, everyone was, everyone said he was grumpy. I didn't say, so I was like, it was afterwards, I walked through the hotel lobby. Yes. And I was like, I also wasn't sure if it was Dr. Alban because like I saw him on stage, but yeah. like it's a great venue, yeah. you know. Sunbet. I don't know if you've been to a Never concert. Never been there. Talking no. about it. Acoustically great, but also vision-wise. Yeah. No matter where you are, you can see the Is stage Is it like the Sun, the Sun City Super Bowl? Like where it's... Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I was Sun too City young. Sun City Super Bowl was the best because it was like kind of around the stage. Okay. And not too far back from the stage. Yeah. It's so like it that. Like, it's like a yeah. V-ish almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one goes in a V I think almost. They, I think they must be similar. Yeah, so but 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 it's it's great, no doubt about it. Yeah. So I'd seen Dr. Alban on stage, and I was right. like, I think that's Dr. Alban, and I'd seen like an interview, a video interview him the day before, and also there's a way that like celebrities dress. Yeah. That like oh yeah, he, he's he's wasn't dressed like a doctor, which I would have then known <laughs> if he was wearing his look. Like, <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I just Dr. Alban, of course. Okay, now yeah, no, a little stethoscope course, and everything. Yeah. He's a dentist, but okay, maybe a little tongue depressors. <laughs> oh, okay, it's him. No. <laughs> Happy gas mask. Happy gas mask. So I go, I see him quickly. I say, you can tell me to fuck off if you want. Can I ca- take a quick photo? Yep. Looks like, he was watching videos of the show. Weird. On his phone, he was watching videos of the was show. This after the this concert was after ended? the concert. Concert, yeah, concert's done. Okay. So what? He was just walking around outside? No, he's sitting there waiting. He must have been waiting to go somewhere. I, I don't think he wanted to Because you, you were, not, was this backstage? Was this just outside no, the just venue? No, just at the hotel. Just at the hotel. Because the, there's a hotel next to the venue. Okay. And the, everything's like joined. Right. And um, he was just... In, so did you go there specifically looking for people no, to get photos with? No, I went there specifically going to look for the toilet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm busy walking to the toilet. So I'm like, hey, that's Dr. Alban. Cheek, go, whatever. And um, he was sitting with some... And he was sitting with another man who looked like a businessy manager, agent type man. Yes. So I was like, okay, that that's him. Uh, nice photo with Dr. Alban. People were saying, oh, no, he's very unfriendly. But I'm like, when we interviewed Hathaway, Hathaway said he's a very stern guy. He's not unfriendly. Yeah. He's just... Serious. And I'm like that Serious as well. Doctor, like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If you, he's a, he's a freaking doctor, guys. Yeah. You know, it's not a made up name. Yeah. You know, he's not like, yeah. who's another fake doctor who calls himself Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre is a fake Dr. doctor. Kamala. Dr. Kamala. Right? <laughs> Those aren't real doctors, so therefore they're not doctorly. Dr. Alban's. Doctorly. I don't, I don't, I'll leave that alone. Kyle, I want to ask you about this. Oh, yes. Dory has just passed me a message. 
So, okay, all right. <laughs> please, can, please, can we get into this? I don't know if we'll get into that. <laughs> so the next act, Hadaway. Okay, so Hadaway comes in halfway through Dr. Alban's set. Oh. It was Hadaway's birthday. Oh, Yeah, because cool. they do a lot of these things together. All right. It was Hadaway's birthday. Cool, sings the songs. We all know it. Okay. Okay, great. I think Hadaway was wearing leather pants. Looks good. Mm. Looks good. He's a military man. He's yes. still got that military physique when we did the interview with him mm. about, uh, what, 18 months ago. Fantastic guy, i got to tell you. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you interview these people and it's very formulaic and they just go through the motions and you've got your time and then they leave. He hung out with us for almost two hours afterwards. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, you still talk about that no, to no. this day. No, a lot. Nice guy. Mm. Like, just genuinely, honestly nice guy. And, of course, he remembered you. He... Don't, I'm not going to talk about that message. That is libelous. <laughs> what did you okay, I will give a teaser. So obviously, because he's the celeb savant, uh, Barrett Edelstein was backstage. Right. Right. Hobnobbing, taking photos, trying to do interviews. You know, I think he's going to interview addiction. There's a point. Oh, for sure. No, no. We, I think we've got to have an intervention with him. <laughs> an interview intervention. Exactly. He'll an intervention. An intervention. <laughs> Got to do it, <laughs> okay? Because I'm worried. I'm worried. The man just wants interviews all the time. Yeah. Okay. Can't get enough. I tell him. I say, no, no, it's cool like this. He said, no. He saw Hadaway. Hadaway is getting food, whatever. And then I sent him a message that I'd made up that Hadaway, because celeb savants love him too, but he's very, very gullible. <laughs> like he, he's really gullible. Shame. I've he, got, he I've got is. a dry sense of humor. Yeah. No, you've got a very specific sense yeah. of humor. They don't. They don't. They kind of. A lot yeah. of my jokes, like. Don't and just... it's so funny because, like I've said to I've said to him, do you not know by now that Fowler is ninety nine percent of the time joking? I've told him. Yeah, I've told him. Yeah, that I'm pretty much always joking with you. Yeah, so but, much. But the reason I'm asking is because this message says forwarded, but it's from you. Mm. So did you write it on your wife's phone? Okay, uh, that's what I figured. That's, that, that, that's that's crafty, hey. It's very funny. It's very. I think crafty. we have to share it with the listeners because it's so funny. So it's basically <laughs> a, a message that I've written pretending Hadaway has sent me because I said, oh, but he just sent me a message. Yes. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, no, he's invited me to the um, uh, suite 431. You said, yeah, Hadaway invited me to the after party. And Barrett said, enjoy. Yes. Right. And then I forwarded him. And then you forwarded the message. Shall I read it? Go for it. I don't understand the end. Are we going to explain the end or should I leave it out? Just leave the end out. Okay, fine. <laughs> this is not real, by the way. All right. This is not real. Not a real message. Paolo <laughs> made this up. <laughs> it says, hi, Palu, P-A-L-O-O. Because people always spell my name wrong. Right. So that's authentic. Right. I believe you're at the concert. Please come there after come the, there after party. I even How made a drunk typo. were you? No, it's no. a typo. Okay. No, because if you're typing quickly, yes. it's a typo. Please it's come there after party. Room 431, executive suite, Password, what is love, Hattie. Mm. So funny. I still think so that Barrett, I still think Barrett thinks that's, that's a real message. <laughs> <laughs> I had my fun. You did. You did indeed. I had my fun. It sounds like you had an awesome, awesome time. I'll tell you what, not even done. Oh, you're not done? Rosella, she was fantastic. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, she was great. Lovely yeah. sparkly jumpsuit. Nadine, local artist. She did like a Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, Woman of the 90s melody. Um, yeah. 24-7. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. What was their hit? Slave to the Music. Okay. Yeah, one song. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. I did say hit. <laughs> I'll tell you about 24-7. Uh, 
they had a few songs, but choreography. Yeah. So I think I, I think the female singer was the original member. I think one of the guys, and then there was another guy who looked very young, mm. um, but choreographed phenomenally. Even yeah. my daughter, she's a dancer. She's like, yeah, the, chore- the choreography is like yeah. really good. They're probably the best choreographed. But let me tell you what was the most fun bit. Yes. Let me tell you. Because obviously these guys come and they got their songs and they're singing or whatever. The most fun bit was. Now, in between, mm. they had DJs. Right. And the DJs were uh, Shawnee B. Yeah. Uh, he's on uh, Hot FM. Love yeah. his mixes. Alex J, Barney Simon, and ENF. Okay. I mean, like now those are some names from right. like clubbing days yes. that you'd go like if Alex J was playing. They're even talking about uh, Barney Simon and Alex J were riffing each other about their TV shows they used to do in the 80s. Yes. Fast forward and they're talking the story about how Alex J almost got arrested because he wore the feather earring <laughs> and they thought he's like promoting Satanism and homosexuality because <laughs> he had a feather earring and they were oh talking God, about that. I had a feather earring because Alex J had a feather earring. Who t- I think Mr. T had a feather earring because Alex J had a feather earring. <laughs> Right? But it was so funny that they were talking about that and they were like riffing each other. They're good friends. That, those DJ interludes in between, like half an hour each, where they're just playing music that they wanted to. I mean, Barney Simon was playing ACDC. That was... The most fun. That was actually... Because now they just played a mix of everything, spoke a little nonsense. Um, I imagine I would have enjoyed those bits. Actually. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. That was re- that was really good. Because the other stuff you could just listen to the CDs, maybe, right? Well, I mean, it, everything like, was listening to CDs. Yes, but um, you know what? Like, and you can see, it was just you just felt young again. You're yeah. just like Alex J in a club vibe, playing club music. Like, yeah, you know. It really was a retro event then. No, and no. I mean, hugely successful then. Beer price is not retro. Let me tell you Ooh. that. 2024 beer prices, my friends. But they're That's, so clever at yeah. that venue, what they do, mm. is intentionally they run out of booze. Right. The bars run dry at about 10 o'clock. Yeah. And now you're going clever. Clever, because you don't want people getting plastered. Yeah. Um, Passing out and then hanging around afterwards when they want to close. Exactly. All those things. Exactly. Maybe the casinos go, hey, come in. Come mm. spend. Come. But anyway. All around, 100% retro, 100% jaw, right? If you're not South African, just understand <laughs> that a big party is a jaw, yes. right? And uh, that's what it was. Um, they're doing one next year. Uh, right Said Fred's coming. Ooh. That's going to be fun. Ooh. Uh, they, they named quite a few other bands, but I only really remember Right Said Fred. Okay. Uh, oh, Wigfield. Yeah. W- Wigfield, she'll sing also. All of, all of one. It's all one song. It doesn't matter. Right no. Said Fred had two songs. Listen, everyone had more than one song. Yeah, but I mean two songs yeah. that I can think of off the top of my yeah. old head. Yeah. So, <laughs> great. 100% retro. Yeah. When I, it comes next year, I, you got to I wish they go. would do rewind concerts again because that was so awesome and it's a different kind of music. And it's a different you know? kind of feel. Yeah. So, like, even though, I mean, it was like, I, I think because it was so clubby, you got this, like, club vibe on a Saturday night. Mm, yeah. But the weather was so nice on Saturday until there was, like, a, like a hailstorm. From hell. But at least it was an indoor venue. Indoor venue. At but least. I was kind of at one point going, I think it should be great at an outdoor venue. Like yeah. during the day. You like know, an Emerentia type vibe. Yeah, like OMD is going to be yeah. and, and that. So mm-hmm. that, that uh, I can't speak highly enough about it. Loved it. Had a selfie with Dr. Alban. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to post that selfie with Dr. Alban? No, anyway? no. I just, I respect the good doctor. All right. I respect okay. the good doctor. Yeah. You're so. just bragging to your friends yeah. and cousin Louie. Yes. Louis yes. Louis. Yeah, Because there's literally only, well, actually my wife posted on Facebook and a lot of people were like, wow, you met Dr. Alban. 
It's got an actual, a friend of ours is an actual dentist and he was impressed that I met Dr. <laughs> <laughs> is he impressed by Dr. Alban's dentistry or music? Why not both? <laughs> That's the 100% retro, but I saw, we spoke about this a while ago, mm. of um, the avatars, right? Yes. Remember holograms? Everyone's doing a hologram now, right? And they're kind of like, I didn't hear great things about the avatars. Um, they were kind of like, what happened is ABBA did a concert, but they stayed in Sweden. They yeah. wore these like motion capture suits. I can't imagine you moving too much. <laughs> and then they beamed that into London, yeah. right? We, sp we spoke about Andrew Ridgely saying he's very interested in doing holograms. And yes. they've, he's spoken about it. Yes. We have spoken about it on the show. We have. Wham holograms. But the estate has actually done some legal stuff, right? Okay. Legal documents that they've submitted, filed by, do you know what um, George Michael's company's name is? Which I imagine Andrew Ridgely is a... Uh, no. They're kind of like the estate. Nobby's Hobbies Holdings. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's what George Michael's company is called. Nobby's Hobbies Holdings. They have filed paperwork to include live performances over the next few years. So that Nobby Hobby Holdings, I don't know, I don't understand legal stuff, but basically I put papers forward that they're going, we could branch out into live performances. So we're just getting all the paperwork ready. I mean, which we'll indicates take what we can get, right? I went ballistic seeing. 90s bands basically sing to a CD. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. How many times do you go to concerts and let's be honest. You're watching it on a screen. You're watching on a screen. I don't take my phone out at a concert. No, me neither. But I, you do have to watch on the big screen. Yeah. We all know. We all know that when you go to a concert, the majority of it is sound uh, produced, not necessarily backing tracks, mm. but the vocals are definitely, I mean, there's very seldom. Like an, even even an even an Ed Sheeran does like do something to the voice because you're paying a lot of money. Yeah, you don't want the guy sound like crap. Their voices also can't handle all to us. So, could we go into a Wham hologram? Because we, you know, why we spoke about it? Because we called it Holowams. <laughs> of course, we did. <laughs> so anyway, they filed it. I it's, would I would do it. It could be if, happening. You know what I mean? It's the closest we're going to get, unfortunately. Because you know what would be fantastic about it. Okay, and the fantastic pun is meant. Yes. Is that you go through Wham through the ages. Yes. George Michael through the ages and then he changes. Yes. You know? Do you think here they'd have him in the little white shorts and all the so things? Anyway, Probably, it's the yeah. only way you're going to say it. But yeah. it's not, you know what my problem is? I don't, I know it's not really going to be George Michael singing and all the rest of it. Mm. I, um, I want to, I need a good hologram. Yeah. I need a high-quality hologram for this to work for me. Yeah. Um, actually, it reminds me. Remember a few weeks ago we spoke about the Wham! Broadway show? We did. I actually contacted the people and they never came back to me. Huh. And I was being intentionally polite about it. Yeah. And then they blanked me. So now we're going to be rude about it. So let me okay. go find out what's happening about that show. <laughs> and then we're going to be rude about it. Let's talk about 80s acts who are still performing. Yes. Right? So you a bunch. A bunch. You shared this with me a while ago. We know this because Barrett has interviewed a bunch of mm -hmm. them. Yes. But yes, I, the, the, there's a cool article. But these that, are huge. The, these are yeah. monstrous names, right? Yeah. I mean, Barrett like goes the whole spectrum, right? Yeah. Barrett like niche artists, fringe, big artists. These are like monster hits. Mm. A B-52s, I would not go watch it. I cannot stand B-52s, but they're still <laughs> performing. Okay, but they did their farewell tour. 
So yes. they're probably done now. Right. I mean, this is a farewell tour. They started in 2022. So it's safe to say B-52 is no longer off the list. Bon Jovi still performing. Yes. But without Richie Sambora. Mm. So... Well. Yeah, but Richie Sambora is not dead. So you can kind of go, oh, what's yeah. the person not dead? I mean... Why? D- is he just like, I'm done? I'm old now and I don't want to do Didn't they have a fallout? I don't know. I'm sure, they had, a f- I'm sure they had a falling out. Uh, Who falls out with Bon Jovi, though? He does seem like the nicest guy. He's just the but best maybe guy. Maybe something we Helps don't know. Helps out in a soup kitchen, sings at people's weddings. Maybe there's some, Maybe he's got a dark side we don't know. Speaking of dark side, The Cure, they still, they still um, yes. touring. I did see them a few years ago. Yes. But uh, they're still out there. Mm. Def Leppard still touring. Uh, th- this concert, this just wrapped up, I think, their tour, Depeche Mode. Yes. Did you see the videos, some of the stuff they were doing? I haven't seen videos, but I know that my friend in London wanted to get tickets and they were sold out within minutes. Yeah. She could not get tickets. You know, when you talk about like a, lo- a lot of these retro bands. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're not talking like big stage effects. Like, you know, they, we're not mm. like talking, we don't throw. Th- Although Depeche Mode do put on a stage show of well, note. Well, that's the thing I'm saying. Because yeah. like Depeche Mode and you 2 always put on a big show. Yeah. Because normally when you see retro, it's like not that, yeah. don't, don't go yeah. balls to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Depeche Mode, like they're, no. Mm. There, there's a show Proper show uh, Duran Duran Some of the members Are still touring I think they still Call themselves A Duran Duran band Or something Oh Something okay. like that I think. Yeah uh, Erasure They're still <gasps> out there Love them live You've seen them You've seen them I live saw li- Yes I told you Erasure was my favourite Live band Until I saw Pet Shop Boys They overtook <laughs> that's, That That's uh, But Erasure were amazing Really Amazing Guns N' Roses They're still out there I saw it 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 was It was Kind of amazing, like the Vob. The yeah. Vob was great, but Axel's voice is terrible now. We it's saw something really a terrible. few months ago that his yeah. voice is just wrecked. Oh, yeah. So yeah. just, you know. I'd go to see Slash. Yeah, Slash was cool. Duff looks amazing. You were saying Duff that. has aged beautifully. You were saying as much. Mm. Um, Iron Maiden's still out there. Mm. Metallica. Yeah. You know what's the crazy thing about Metallica is that, I mean, Metallica, ah. Oh, Satanists, they're going to end the world. They're destroying <laughs> your children. They're still going and they've just grown old well. Yes. Clean Can living. I, uh, clean living metal band. Metallica of everyone. Clean living. Very. So I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Madonna, she's still out there touring. Yeah. So there was a clip going around about a week or so ago of Madonna doing something. Now, the clip was naughty. It was a bit malicious, but it showed Madonna in this, like, sparkly jumpsuit with big, like, cataract style glasses shape. She is elderly, and she can't have those bright lights in her face. And she's dancing, but she's holding a pole. So she's gyrating. Like a stripper pole? No, a, a support pole, like, to get out the shower. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so she wouldn't fall over. Oh, no. But they were naughty because... Whoever filmed that cropped it tight quite close. What they didn't show is that w- the the kind of platform she was on was moving. So she had to hold on, right? Okay, but then why do you just not have a non-moving platform? You know, that's kind of like, what I'm why saying. Why would you do that? It's so silly. I, 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 like, I don't want to like end up on the Epstein list, which I, you wouldn't. But <laughs> I don't want to say shit about Madonna. But like Madonna, like, come on. Like, don't. Yeah, like, she, as we have discussed, she has not grown old gracefully. She's not doing it gracefully, it. though. No, you, can, you could be graceful. Because I think she would be a beautifully elegant, beautifully Imagine elegant if she, she hadn't. Had just not done all the plastic surgery. Yeah. She's, she, she's a beautiful woman. Just grow old gracefully. Just be elegant. Dress normally. Yeah. Ugh. Don't do it. New Kids on the Block, still yeah. touring. 
<laughs> You've got to give them some credit I'll because give them credit. they did. Is, a, is Mark Wahlberg in there still? It looks like all of them are there. Okay, they're all they're all touring together. Um, they did a song with Rick Astley, so that's got to give them yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Order still touring, but they like New Order like doing experimental music. Mm. You know, so they play. They kind of like Pet Shop Boys. They don't have to move around too much. That's with Pet Shop Boys, they had dancers on stage. They didn't move around too much. Pet Shop Boys never dances ever. Exactly. So like they had longevity. Yes. Um, Sting, Sting still touring. I mm-hmm. mean, he was yeah last year, I think. Mm, he, no, his son was here. No. Oh, he was here. Why would his son just come in? His son came with him. Yes. yes. His son was here. He uh, was here. Yeah, but so I saw Sting many times at Sun City back in the day, okay. in the 90s, when I was working for big when concerts. Oh, oh, yes, right? Yes. Okay, so Sting. And it was amazing. But, you know, like, eh, I've done it. Yeah. When he was younger and hotter. I, I'm kind of like, I, I don't like Sting. I like the police. I like some Sting. I don't like any Sting. Yeah, I like some. No. But yeah. Uh, you two, we obviously know we saw them uh, at the uh, Sphere in yes. Las Vegas. This one gives me a chance to talk about a, as we go into our movie recommendation. So Weird Al Yankovic yes. still goes around. He still tours. We spoke a while ago about um, Weird Al's movie, the biopic. Yeah. And I remember they teased it for so long and Daniel Radcliffe's playing Weird Al, which just doesn't work because he's like, have you watched it? Oh, my God, Dory. <laughs> it is. Like, I just did something that was very bad rule in podcasting. Like, do not put your head on your mic. <laughs> I was so flabbergasted I put my head on my mic. Have you watched it? I have watched it. Oh, my God. I can't. I watched f- like 10 minutes. I was like, this is <laughs> terrible. I tried to watch another 10 minutes. I got, oh, my God, it just got worse. Then I left it on. And then the part with Madonna, which is obviously all made up. Of course. Um, comes on. I try to watch that. I was like, this has got to be it was so bad. the worst movie they have made in a long time. I hated it, yet I got through it. I got through it because I was watching with the family and they were enjoying it. Really? So I was like, okay, I'll stick it out. I'll stick it out. Oh, so terrible. It's, it's terrible. And, and we suspected it because when they were talking about it, it took forever to come out mm. and it felt like, oh, they made one sort of movie and it's not that, and then they had to go back and re-edit or reshoot and go. Let's try and make a movie making fun of these sorts of oh, movies. I don't know. It's, a, oh. it's like it was trying to be satire, but it didn't really succeed at being satire. Yeah. I, I don't think it they was won, very I, dark. I think they try to make it serious. Yeah. Oh my god! It, it was, was very dark, but like not in a dark humor, good kind of way. Nothing good about it. Yeah, he looks nothing like Weird Al. Like nothing. He looks like he's cosplaying Weird Al. Like, mm. I don't for one moment. Maybe there's nobody out there who looks like Weird Al. You know, who doesn't look like Daniel Radcliffe does, <laughs> does not look like Weird Al. There probably are people who look more like him. No. But they wanted a big name. Is he big? Is he yeah, big name? biggish. No. And then Evan Rachel Wood is Madonna, kind of like. Yeah. I like no. her usually, but sure. Oh, no, it was so bad. It was terrible. It was really, really horrid. Re- and you know what the worst thing about it is that, like, I loved Weird Al. I loved his music videos. And then they recreated some of the music videos, right? Yeah. And it was so jarring because it's like, I know what the music video looks like. Mm. You've lovingly recreated it. You do not look like Weird Al at all. Mm. Terrible movie. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't, really, don't. Do not. Do not watch it. But watch the movies Dora and I are going to talk about. Indeed. Every week we bring you movie recommendations, movie reminders, movies from the 80s. 
Um, we've been through all the big names, so don't come here looking back to the future or Gremlins or E.T. Well, funny enough, I am doing a big name today, and I might even have done it before, or you might have done it before, but I don't care. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> this is the, Sometimes you have to go to the, the video store and hire a movie twice because yes. the new release isn't out. And funnily enough, this movie I have watched multiple times in my life. And I just thought about it because we were talking about Die Hard last week, and we were talking about you know, Christmas movies and what makes a Christmas movie. Yeah. And this has come up in that conversation. And I actually thought, let me revisit it. Let me, let me admit, I've not rewatched the whole film, but I've watched many clips and gone over it. And because the thing is, when it came out, at the time when it came out, I had it on VHS and I watched it multiple times because I really, really, really loved it. And I think it's still a great film. I am, of course, talking about Lethal Weapon, the original Lethal Weapon. That's not what I'm and saying. even though... We asked the question before yeah. Christmas, is yes. Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? It's less of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. But if we are saying that a movie set during Christmas time is a Christmas movie, then it has to qualify. But it does Fair have enough. less Christmassy things. At least Die Hard, he says, ho, ho, ho. You know? Yeah, <laughs> a, a, amongst other things. Yes. Amongst <laughs> other things. But yes. <laughs> I mean, um, so Mel Gibson has... I don't know, been cancelled, uncancelled, I can't keep up. No, I think he uncancelled himself. Uh, yeah, probably. But he's Mel he's, Gibson. This, this is Mel Gibson in his prime. Yeah. You know? And a mullet. Oh, oh my God. A mullet of it, mullets. It, 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 it's, it's like to call that hairstyle a mullet is like because sometimes you think of mullet and it's wispy. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the party in the back, like, I don't want to go there. Yeah. No, his he, is like a it's lion's like a full mane. Head, it's a mane. Yeah, it's, it's a mane. mane. It's not a mullet. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of long hair. He's got like Daryl Hall vibe. Mullet. Yeah. yeah. Even, I mean, it's, it's mane. A mane yeah. is, is the, the, the correct word. And of course, his co-star Danny Glover. No relation to Donald Glover. Strange that, huh? Yeah, funny. And then the villain, well, there's a few villains, but like Gary Boosie would be the memorable villain from. from the old the Big Mouth Boosie. Yeah. It is your typical great action movie. It has a good story. It's compelling. It has all the action-y special effects, but not, not over the top, over the top. And I actually rewatched <laughs> one of the scenes I rewatched because there's lots of clips on YouTube. One of the scenes I rewatched was to just to remind you, um, Mel Gibson's character is like this crazy suicidal cop. His wife's died. He's in a terrible state of mind. He lives in a caravan on the beach. Yeah, and he kind of wants to die. Mm. And so he, he's very reckless, extremely reckless. And there's a scene where he's trying to stop a guy from jumping off a building. And in the end, it's so funny though. So, so he's, he's there, he's trying to talk the guy down. And then the guy's like, no, 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 I'm gonna, and then he's like, and then he tricks the guy and he handcuffs himself to him. And then he kind of jumps off the building with the guy. And then, of course, there's one of those big uh, trampoline-y thingies, you know, that the stunt people yes, use. Yes, yes. For some reason, it's, it's just there. It's, it's just randomly there. Yeah. And they f but the funniest part, this is like the, the, the worst continuity I've ever seen. He's handcuffed to him. But as they jump, you can see they're not handcuffed together. Their hands are totally separate. <laughs> from each other and then they land on the thing and they're handcuffed together again <laughs> it was so funny you know, obviously they thought it's not safe to jump while you're handcuffed yes don't do that yeah and you know the um but then i don't know why they showed that scene because you can see they're not handcuffed together uh, so there's like so it's like oh you know like that kind of special effect faux pas i don't think that would happen today 
Right. It's like, you know, especially in such a big movie. Someone would have picked that up. That's, uh, or, that was or, kind of funny. Or what they've probably done subsequently is, um, no, but that happened in the 80s. They picked up shit like that all the yeah, time. And they went, so we many. don't care. No, they don't care. They don't we, care. We, we don't care. Because also the thing is, like, you got to remember, like, in the 80s, I mean, we would just, it's not like now you can go watch that clip on YouTube and you can just pause it and pause it and pause yeah, it and watch yeah. it a billion times. Like, we were just into uh, Lethal Weapons 1984, right? It was, I'll tell you, carry on in the meantime. It, it, it we were just in, sorry, 1987. We were just into mm. um, home video, right? Yeah. So if you went to go watch a movie at the cinema and you saw that, you'd go like, did they just disconnect? Yeah. But A, but we then you can't check it you again unless check. you go watch it again just for that scene. And how many people are going to do that? And were we that cynical? Yeah. Because you also, you've only got the video for 24 hours. You're not going to go sit for 24 hours and go, I'm wasting my 24 hours, you know, watching the scene. And yeah. we weren't that cynical. You know, we weren't we, that cynical. It didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It just didn't matter. Like but how I many did times did you watch when they threw a punch it. and it didn't connect? No, of course. It didn't connect. And like, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. That's, yeah. what, that's what we did. I think still a movie worthy, worthy of watching and possibly next Christmas, because I'm not going to rewatch Die Hard again this coming Christmas. Maybe I'll do Lethal Weapon properly in its entirety this year. But I just thought it was worth mentioning as... You know, it really is a good film, whether it's got cancelled people in it or not. So I think you're really underselling Lethal Weapon because... <laughs> uh, it's got the and, buddy and cop humor. It, I mean, so so the thing is, it's the original buddy mm. cop movie. It I, is. I, I have to say that. Yeah. And it's the first time that they pitted this young, reckless cop mm. with this grizzled old cop. Yeah. Danny Glover was a day from retirement, right? Yes, of course. And you that know, the usual. Classic, yeah. famous line meme, I'm too old for this shit. I'm too old for this which shit. Which exactly. basically I say every morning as I wake up <laughs> is going, and then they get involved in this massive uh, uh, case. I think and they, they get, hate each other they at hate, first. They get kicked off the force. But then they end up being friends. They end up being friends. Um, it's and it, But it's the first of that genre, which yeah. we've now seen a million times. It's such a trope. But then it was like the first, and yeah, and that's why I loved it in its time and yeah. watched it so 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 much. The characters were so different, mm. you know, um, and and it was, and also you didn't see reckless cops. Yeah, they were always smart ass. They were always like you saw cocky cops. You mm. never saw reckless. Yes, you know, I want to actually I mean, die. In cops. reality, he would have actually been taken off the force in that state of yeah. mind. They would have put him in counselling. Yeah, you know. You know, at this point, like the cops we're seeing in movies was Mahoney mm. and Hightower. You know, that's <laughs> the cops we're seeing. <laughs> you know, a great movie, a couple of sequels. I think they did Just a couple, just a couple. Yeah, no, a bunch three. of sequels. I don't think any of the sequels were worthy, honestly. They were probably okay. Because it's just they kept trying, but they made a ton of money because yeah, I think, Mel Gibson I think just I got saw bigger. I probably saw up to number three or four and they were probably all like, nothing was nothing like the You original. know, it sucked. What? Oh my! You know it sucked. The TV series. Oh, I saw that there was. A, oh. I didn't even know there was a TV series. No, it sucked. And I've never watched it, and I probably won't. So, but like you know, it goes into the same. Did they thing. put like young people in there, like new uh, new not, cast? Well, it was, but I mean, like uh, one of the Wands brothers was was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got a, an, a also an up and coming like young Australian actor, uh, playing kind of like um, Mel Gibson's role. Riggs. Rigs, yeah. Um, but uh, no, it it sucked. It mm. it was it really was not good. Uh, it, <laughs> it really was not a good movie uh, or good TV show. Don't waste your time. But uh, Lethal Weapon, great to hear it. Yep. 
great, great, great to Christmas hear it. movie. Dory, I've got a movie for you that you did not come in here today expecting to hear a movie about a superhero movie starring John Ritter. No, I did not. Yeah. So before I get into that, I want to talk to you about, so uh, I was busy looking for a movie. Found it. The full movie is on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Uh, but before I get into that, I just want to play you two quick trailers. Two quick trailers. Um, from this fantastic article I found, superhero movies from the 80s that aged surprisingly well. Okay. So we've got some in there, Toxic Avenger. We've got the 1989 Batman, which are all great movies. Mm-hmm. Ex- Exterminate, um, Exterminator. Um, these three, it, two are, I think all of them should be made for TV movies. But firstly, I want to play you the trailer of the trial of the Incredible Hulk. Now, I remember in the 70s and 80s, Incredible Hulk was a TV series. Yes. I used to watch him, Lou Ferrigno, no CGI. Right. Big guy painted him green. Yeah. He was all little booties. All <laughs> <laughs> little booties. And you know what I loved about that is that he'd Hulk out and then we turned back to Bruce Banner, his clothes are back on. <laughs> like you want to talk about like. And he was still big. He was, he was still, just in normal clothes. No. No, I think they had a different actor. Did they? He didn't. Lou Ferrigno didn't play Bruce Banner. Oh. Yeah, no, Lou Ferrigno didn't play See, Bruce my Banner. my memory's so bad. Yeah, no, 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 he didn't. Okay. So, but his clothes are back. It's like, oh, well, I know you're a scientist. Like, of everything. You see, we just weren't cynical. Yeah, we, we just it just didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. So I want to play you this. The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. David Banner wanted to end the running. He wanted to live in peace. You have to stop someplace. But once again, they made him angry. Maybe angry enough to kill. Maybe I belong in a cage. Now, imprisoned, he will struggle to hide the fury within him. But he will not succeed. I can't stand trial. You have no choice. Because now David Banner faces his greatest trial. The trial of the Incredible Hulk. I mean, that's got everything. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. Right? Wow. That has got a little bit of everything. Um, and also, I mean, for comic book nerds, is that it's the first appearance on TV of the character called Daredevil, which mm. Ben Affleck played, and then yes. there's a new Daredevil series, and Daredevil's now being incorporated into I love that Daredevil with yeah. Ben Affleck. Yeah. So, oh, you must have been the only person. I, 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 am, I know yeah. I am rare, yeah. but I loved it. So this was the first, because Daredevil, is a, he's a lawyer. Yes. By day. So he defends him. Oh, okay, in okay. this. Yeah. When is this from? Uh, 1989, Dory. Really? It looked a bit earlier. Yeah. So it's right at the, because, I mean, the Incredible Hulk ran for a long time from mm. the 70s. And I think there were just, was just one last hurrah. Okay. It's got, I think people are done with this. Um, I'm going to guess it was a flop. Made for TV movie. Yo. So whoever knows. Yeah, okay. The other one, the trailer's a little bit too long, but they had this concept of what happened if you had a bionic showdown between the $6 million man and the bionic woman. Okay. You remember these two TV shows? I specifically remember the $6 million. Die Man van Stahl. Die Man van Stahl was one of my favorites. Man van Stahl and die Frau van Vereniging. I don't know what they're called. (laughs) Bionic woman. (laughs) Did we have the bionic woman here? I don't remember it. On this trailer, I recognized her. Okay, maybe I'll recognize her. I don't know if it's like... So I can't... Mm. This is the long one. Okay. Interesting about... So in this concept... They put them together, but they're being hunted down by a cyborg played by Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock's first movie. Okay. 1989, The Bionic Showdown. Trailer will go up that 80s show. There's no way Sandra Bullock's first movie was 1989. Don't even lie. It says here, where is a bit about Sandra Bullock? 
Um, I did see someone else. I'm going to fact check you. Fact check me, but it does say this is Sandra Bullock's first movie. Okay. It does say Sandra Bullock's first movie. Maybe. Right? right. Okay. But my movie of today is a movie, like I said, starring John Ritter. He of Three's Company. Who's John Ritter? Three's Company. Of course. Which I actually reminded, he was a chef in Three's Company. I just. I don't even remember. You know, because he was so pervy. I thought he just worked at like a sex shop or an X-rated video store. I didn't even realize he had a job. I suppose he had to have had one. He, he had, but he has such a purpose. What was Janet's job? Oh, I see. I didn't go that far. <laughs> I, I assume she had a good job, a decent job. He just must have had a pervert's job. Um, so my movie, going to hit the trailer with you, for you right now, is called A Hero at Large. Somewhere in the heart of this city, in a small shop closing for the night, a robbery is in progress. But help is on the way. Mind if I drop in? Captain Avenger! John Ritter is Steve Nichols. How about that? Hero at large. Who are you, J. Edgar Hoover? I'm Captain Avenger. Such a nice boy. He can't fly. Tomorrow I'm leaping over a tall building at a single bound. Wrong guy. I'm expanding. He can't bend steel. I'm in big trouble. Fighting crime is a dirty business. But when there's danger, he can't turn away. You're a crazy man. He dresses up in a comic book suit and goes around doing good deeds. Hold it right there. Don't make another move. If they're going to use real bullets, I think... I'll retire. He's loved by women. I'm not always this easy. I bet you say that to all the girls. Cheered by men. They want their superhero and all he stands for to hold on to. And worshipped by children. Captain Avenger. Yes, sir. Let's see you fly. A hero's work is never done. He's nutty, but noble. I'm counting to three, Milo. Who the hell is that? This is Robert Redford. He's dizzy, but dedicated. People putting themselves on the line for other people. That's what being a hero is. But he's really just an actor who got carried away with a role. It's just like any other part. You've got to really get into it. Captain Avenger. Who sends you out on these missions anyway? Your agent? I took a third-rate movie, made it the biggest hit of the year with a simple gimmick. Captain Avenger comes to your neighborhood. Authorities are still wondering who the man in the red, blue, and yellow costume with a large A on his chest really is. It's me, Steve Nichols. All he knows about heroes is that people need one. Uh, yeah, I heard it a couple of times. All he could do was make himself hero at large. Well, I think it's really terrific. John Ritter, Ann Archer, Bert Convy, and Kevin McCarthy. Hero at large. At last, help is on the way. We are never running out of movies. <laughs> i give you three for one. I give you three, four, one. How, how did I never know that this existed until this second? You know what's the weirdest thing here is at some point John Ritter was a sex symbol. <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah. That's so weird. So as you heard from there, you know, leave leave nothing behind, is that John Ritter is a struggling actor, mm. right? And he gets this job as a – there's a superhero movie being released and he's hired as one of the actors to go to the various theaters to tell people, come in and watch this movie. Right. Right. So on the way home, there's a robbery at a store and he decides to dress up like the hero and beat the guy up. Right. And people are like, I love this. This is great. There's a vigilante. And he starts going around. So he's not deluded that he thinks he really is the hero. No, he is deluded because he thinks he's the hero. Right. Okay. So then he goes and he does a few crimes and then eventually gets shot because he's not a real superhero. 
And uh, but his agent goes, no, no, listen, guy, you, you, we can now promote this movie. So then he works on the side of the movie theater. Uh, everyone first loves him, then everyone hates him, and uh, then he redeems himself in the end by rescuing a kid from a building burning. A building, <laughs> building burning. <laughs> b- burning building. Right. And um, then he's redeemed. Then he's the hero again. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's so silly. It looks ridiculous. It is over the top. But it actually looks quite, quite fun. And so, you said the whole thing's on YouTube. whole thing's on YouTube. Now, hmm. what I want to say to you, right, is when you watch the trailer of this, you're going to go, oh, because now we're sp- – so it's quite weird because back in the 80s, we loved comic books. We so badly wanted to see comic book movies, would watch anything that was comic book adjacent. We're now so sick and tired of comic book and superhero movies. Yeah. Like everyone hates them, right? And when you look at like, what it, like how they do the costumes and the outfits of superhero movies now, you look at that and go, so cheesy. This came out just after Superman. And his costume in that is yeah. not... Not too Superman-ish. No, it's not. You know what I mean? He kind of looks like uh, Christopher Reeve in his Superman outfit. Uh, but it's a really silly movie. But you know what? It's, it's a movie that you're going to put on, that you're going to put in the background, and you're just going to scroll through. And then you're going to hear some stuff, and you're going to see some scenes, and you're going to Google some things. And there's a lot of like 80s pop references that are kind of fun. Fun fact, in one point, there's a little kid that talks to him while he's signing autographs. Right? And now the little girl thinks he's now, oh, you're the real Captain Avenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then some other kids, what cut there is some other kids start giving him a hard time. So, oh, you're just a loser. You're just an actor. You're nobody. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. I pointed That's what you to the were one pointing, but screen. I didn't see what you were pointing yeah. at. It's, it's an early Kevin Bacon, Bacon role. Oh, that really improves the game. Yeah. But he is in uh, literally blink and you miss it. Oh, man. So probably not even credited. He is credited. Hmm. Yeah. He's credited. He's called Second Teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so just quickly going back to Sandra Bullock her, It is her first starring role in a movie okay. Bionic Showdown Okay, But she did do a movie before that called Hangman in 1987 Where she's not the main main Oh, but she's, she's in it, in it. Okay. But it's her first starring role is Bionic Showdown okay, so, so In 1989 Huh, I learned something new today There you go That is what I learned today There you go Yes And then of course 90s she becomes huge Huge In the net and then, what did she do first, net or speed? Oh, it was speed, I'm sure. She do, I'm sure, I'm she, sure it was. Okay, she did speed first and then she did the net. Check. Which was this wild concept of this woman that can solve crimes by going on the internet. <laughs> what? Oh, but it was early days of what, the internet, what, what, come what on. What are people talking about? Do you know that Microsoft Word turned 40 years old in October last year? Hmm. We missed that. Huh. Don't really care. Don't really use it. Um, should have had a Teams meeting about it. So, so that is our movie recommendations, Lethal Weapon and Hero at Large, but also like Hulk goes to court and Die Mann van Stahl versus Die Frau van Vereniging. <laughs> so she actually did Demolition Man first oh, yes. in 1993. I mean, she did a bunch of things, but that's like the first biggish thing that I can see yes, on this list. Yes, yes. Demolition Man in 1993, then Speed in 1994. Okay. Then while you were sleeping in 1995. Oh, so the net was much. The later. net was 1995. So it's even later for the internet. Yeah. They solve crimes on the internet. Yeah. Remember Demolition Man? They had the shells to oh go to the God. toilet. I love that movie. No one even knows what the shells are for. No one. No one will ever understand. So it. funny. So you spoke there. We spoke about uh, remakes of mm. um, 80s movies, 
And I found an article based on, because there's coming a remake of Beverly Hills Cop or a, yeah. a new Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, a sequel. Sequel, sequel. Yes. So in this article from Y Entertainment, movie sequels we don't want. Right. Okay. Uh, because people are going, do we really need another Beverly Hills Cop? Now, because there's coming Beverly Hills Cop 4, all the original actors, everyone comes back. Everyone looks way old except Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I love Eddie Murphy. I know. But the coming to America, the mm. sequel, we've spoken about. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't great. And you're kind of going, oh. And Beverly Hills Cop 4 has been in production so long. Oh. This is not a CGI movie. This is not yeah. glamorous. It's Beverly Hills. You're shooting in one place. It's taken so long to come out. I'm starting to think, oh, they looked at this thing. and got this thing. We got to yeah. rejig this movie, right? Ooh. And Netflix make that. I think it's coming out. It's a Netflix movie. They, okay. Netflix movies are not as good as their series, no, generally speaking. Generally, I watched yeah. the new Kevin Hart one. Terrible. I haven't watched it. I won't. No, no, I'm, don't, I'm not don't, planning on don't, it. Don't so, do it. Yeah. Don't do it. It is the type of movie that you watch after you've been to a 100% retro concert and the next day you're so tired you just want to lie <laughs> yeah. on the couch and watch something that doesn't something engage your brain. Something completely light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so here it is. Movie remakes that we don't want. Right. Okay. Most of them. I don't know about – no. Harlem Nights. Do we want a remake of Harlem Nights? Can also, I mean, I'm trying to remember it because you're – it was, Eddie, it was Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. It was ba- it Red sure, Fox. Surely it would be cancelled today. I'm, I, I mean, I can't remember it in its entirety. What, but what, what I'd like to see in it, because now you remember, you had this like lineage, right? You had Red Fox to Richard Pryor to Eddie Murphy, mm. that kind of mantle passing. Yeah. I think there would be something really cool to see the mantle passing of Eddie Murphy to Kevin Rock to... Kevin uh, Rock. To, to, to Chris Rock to Chris Kevin Rock. Hart. Okay. Although I, I'm starting to really dislike Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. And Chris Rock as well. So that might be interesting, except the, the people are just Dave too Chappelle much. Dave Chappelle, maybe? Like Dave Chappelle. Hmm. Okay. One mm, I would like to see is, I don't know. Well, the argument it is, this movie is so 80s, it feels like it just needs to stay in a gloriously cheesy 1980s time capsule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That you should actually just bury this and go. What was 1985 like? Was like this: The Last Dragon. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. How can we possibly remake it? No, you couldn't. There is no way. Show enough. I mean, you couldn't. <laughs> Bruce Leroy. No, you couldn't remake. Mm-mm. You couldn't. Just don't even touch it. It'd be like Karate Kid, Cobra oh, Kai. It would be so bad. Like season one, Cobra Kai, great. Everything subsequently stinks. Mm. Um, Soul Man, don't remake that. <gasps> Definitely not. Remember Soul Man? That yes, was with discussed that. Thomas C. Howell. C. Thomas Howell. Oh, C. Thomas do blackface and <laughs> still have a movie career afterwards. <laughs> if you don't know this movie, it's basically it's basically C. Thomas Howell is um, a college student, wants to get in, into university, can't get in, and there's a scholarship for black students. So he goes blackface. Mm. And this is the movie. And I saw it on the big screen, I remember. It was a huge hit, Dory. <laughs> Nobody, it, it was a huge hit. Huge. Because he was a heartthrob. It was a yeah. huge hit. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, so we don't want to be Let's seen Let's be grateful this. that times have changed, right? How times have changed. I found this from Cracked going, if classic 80s comedies were remade today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Caddyshack. Um, 
<laughs> Danny knew her and he had worked at the exclusive Mari Lago Golf Resort to raise money for college. He tries to buddy up with the club's narcissistic founder, but finds himself drawn to the My Pillow guy instead. Meanwhile, mentally unstable groundskeeper Rudy Giuliani unsuccessfully tries to kill trolls with a high pressure hose. That'll be Caddyshack today. <laughs> Big. Um, a mysterious oh. fortune telling app transforms 12 year old Josh Bashkin into a man. Josh Baskin into a man. He posts innovative toy ideas on Instagram where they're instantly stolen by an overseas plaything manufacturer. Damn, that sounds awful. No, that sounds terrible. Um, Ferris Bueller's day off. Right. Ferris posts a TikTok about his epic day in Chicago, uh, swiping special needs helmets from a daycare center, installing an even pointier jaw implant, publicly destroying an audience member who needs to use the restroom and earning him a 20 million payday from Netflix. So basically just being a uh, TikTok dick. Yeah. That's Ferris Bueller. That'll be today. You're not going to like this one. Oh, dear. The Breakfast Club. <gasps> Five students spend Saturday in a Zoom chat room as punishment for a chat GPT cheating scandal. <laughs> not good. Realistic. That's it. That's, That's all it says. Well, there's more, but the rest is not funny. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters. The government finally admits malevolent ghosts are a real thing, but only to distract the populace from discussing the names on Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. <laughs> Like the alien that's, attack in Miami. That's, that's realistic. That's very realistic. Realistic. And then if when Harry met Sally was remade today, after swiping through hundreds of potential Tinder dates, Harry and Sally hold onto each other for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was from Cracked. Mm. Um, all is a go-to. All is a go-to when you run good. short of content. But we did not run short of content no. today. That 80s show. So many things we spoke about. Movies all over the place. Uh, concert reviews. Uh, Sandra Bullock's early movies, Kevin Bacon's early movies. That's why we're the number one music show and probably the best 80s show in the world. Yeah, let's go with it. We go with it. Um, and uh, maybe in 40 years' time, people will pay hard-earned money to see us <laughs> do a live <laughs> podcast. What do you think, Dari? I think we should definitely do a live podcast at Presley's. I want to do a live podcast this year or yeah. a, a movie screening event. Yes, yes. No, you know? we've discussed it and yeah. it's going to happen. Like we hire out it a, is going like to an old school cinema. So actually, maybe like we need to figure out what movie will we show. Oh, my word. I think we're going to have to like get like do a little poll maybe on our Facebook oh. page. We can't be left to it because the no. shit we will. I mean, wow. Maybe it would have to be a double feature, something good and arty that I choose. And then something that you would choose. Let's settle on. Let's settle on Back to the Future too. Let's <laughs> no. <laughs> just settle on that. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Dory. Goodbye. Bye.